Pixels. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 14 of the Clutchdown Podcast. You're back with a gleeful Reese, and I would say a mostly gleeful Gavin after the uh, the previous week of NFL yeah. action. How are you doing? If, if we'd done this yesterday, and even more gleeful. Yeah, Gavin. yeah. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I had last, last, last weekend was, was a, a, a big win, a, a defeat, and a big win. Yeah. Yeah, Probably summed up best best ways I say. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, we'll get a bit more into that in a minute. Let's recap the scores from what was week fourteen in the end. We've also got one score from last night from week fifteen as we're doing this on a Friday. So Thursday night football last week kicked off in what many thought would be a terrible game. I was one of those people. I believe Gav was as well. But the Patriots mm. uh, pipped the Steelers by three points in the end, twenty-one to eighteen. Bailey Zappi, the what looks like the now starting quarterback for the Patriots, with three passing touchdowns, a brilliant one to Hunter. Henry as well, which I'll, I need to share on the Instagram because that was fantastic. Um, Buccaneers against the Falcons, divisional game. Whoever win uh, would go into first place in the division. The Bucks picked up the win in the end with a um, final final drive in the in the last after two minutes the falcons got the score to go up and then the bucks came down and then got the score to get the win 29 to 25 the falcons very nearly got the hail mary in the end with a massive reception for drake london but i think it just landed at the two or three yard line but he had a really good game but yeah that puts the buccaneers into first place in their division Rams gets the ravens one of the best games of the year went to overtime won by tyler wallace return touchdown in the end of the ravens picked up the win 37 to 31 it was an absolutely brilliant game catch the highlights if you haven't watched it yet or just watch the thing for for crazies right lions against the bears the bears managed to get retribution after not managing to finish off the lions before and they stormed the lions 28 to 13 the lions looked like they were never really going to get back into this and and looked a bit defeated in this game whereas the bears defense were just smothering throughout this one a good win for the Bears, who can technically still make the playoffs. They need a lot to happen, but they can technically still do it. Colts against the Bengals, behind Jake Browning again. The Bengals picked up the win 34-14 to in, in a sort of surprising... You know, this game could have gone either way, but that was a lot of points scored and, and a very good offensive performance. Chase Brown, their rookie running back, did well. Three touchdown passes, but three interceptions from Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars. Couldn't quite do it for the Joe Flacco Browns, and the Browns picked up the win 31-27 to move to 8-5. and Panthers never really got anything going against the Saints and lost 28-6 to put the Saints at 6 and seven in that close division contest right now there Texans lost against the Jets to kind of injury riddled Texans couldn't really get much done on the night and Zach Wilson was slinging that ball around like it was nobody's business and the Jets picked up the win 30 to 6 Vikings against the Raiders storming offensive performance with the Vikings picking up the soccer score 3-0 over the Raiders no mm. points were scored until I think about a minute and a half left in the game mm. um, but we will go on to say what the Raiders managed to do in Thursday Night Football this week in a second you- and Josh Jobs got benched in the process Nick Mullins is now at the helm of the, the Vikings and their quarterback issues the 49ers carried on uh, with their winning ways another great game for Brock Purdy another great game for Debo Samuel I could just run down the list but they all just played very well in the end um and they picked up the win 28 to 16 over the Seahawks, who had Drew Lockstar in, who actually had a pretty good game in the end. But the 49ers became the first team to clinch a playoff spot and they moved into the one seed with a later loss, which we will discuss in a minute. The Bills picked up the win over the Chiefs with a Definitely not controversial call with uh, Kadarius Tony being offside to the play at the end. We'll chat about that in a minute. Um, but a lot of complaining from the Chiefs. But the Bills picked up the win 20-17 to to move to 7-6. and six. Chiefs dropped to 8-5. Broncos against the Chargers. Another quarterback out for the season. Justin uh, Herbert, who now has have surgery on an index finger, fractured index finger. So he's out for the season. Broncos moved to 7-6, picking up the 24-7 win. Now the Eagles against the Cowboys. The Cowboys picking up the win 33-13 to over divisional pump the Eagles, moving into first place in their division. At, at some point, I'm going to have to start getting excited, aren't I? I know. I'm going to have it's to like, ask I, you. I, it's like I don't want to. I still don't want to. We, I, I, I've been hurt too many times by these guys. It's been a long time. I know. You need to heal. And it's, it's healing oh. doesn't happen overnight. He, Trust he, doesn't healing happen wins overnight. with playoff wins. Very true. Ooh, ooh, Very true. Oh, there's a... There's a t-shirt. He- healing. He- Wait, say that again. Healing. Healing wins with playoff wins. Healing wins with playoff wins. Yeah. It kind of works. It's kind of Yeah, it kind of works. It rhymes in yeah. a, using the same word twice. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I know. But let's look, yeah. let's look past that. Come so, on. It'll, it'll sell in America. Yeah, very true. Very true. But yeah, the Cowboys picked up the dominant win here over the Eagles. The Eagles now a little in free fall. A little kind of what we saw with the 49ers earlier this season after a couple of losses. And it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back in this next week. Um... 
Moving on to the last couple of games, that double Monday night football header. The um, Titans picking up the win over the Dolphins. They were down two scores uh, towards the end of the game with about three or four minutes left. They managed to bring it back with two touchdowns to win 28-27. to Potential uh, injury to Tyreek Hill that might keep him out, but that's again something to monitor. And then the Giants also with a late game charge, picking up the win over the Packers 24-22. to Tommy DeVito getting his third win as a starter, which uh, ties the record for the most wins by an undrafted rookie quarterback as a starter. But Tommy DeVito, talking about him, it brings up a, I think, uh, oh, well, I hadn't even finished off the, I got so distracted. <laughs> I got so distracted That's by the, the beauty of Tommy DeVito that I didn't even re- finish the foreshadowing I'd started earlier. So obviously we're recording this on a Friday. So Thursday night football happened last night. The Raiders picking up the win 63 to 21 over the Chargers, which I don't know about anyone else, but that didn't surprise me. I knew that was going to happen. I thought we, we all saw that coming. Yeah, mo- most points in franchise history of the game, most points by a team in NFL history at halftime. They had 42 points. Just kind of kind of crazy. Um, pretty pretty happy. I mean, it's a shame that the offensive points are starting to come now and we're six and eight, but, you know, positive things, positive things for interim head coach. However, the thing that um, I was going to say in reference to Tommy DeVito and in reference to this, which I think is a good a good talking point, is um, talking about the, the injuries that have occurred for starting quarterbacks this season. I feel like I don't have the stats on it, but it just feels kind of unprecedented in terms of how many guys are just out. When we look at the... Um, teams that have a different starting quarterback in comparison to week one and this is based off injuries this is based off you know people getting benched or anything like that 11 of the 32 teams have a different starting quarterback to week one if you look at the 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 guys that have had injuries or been benched or whatever that affects another seven teams so in terms of the teams in the league 18 of the 32 teams have been affected by quarterback issues this season um, it, it, seems, it seems like a pledge like by UNICEF, 18 of the 32 <laughs> teams have been affected by quarterbacks this season. Pledge £3 a month. Um, yeah, no, but 18, yeah, so that's the majority of the league affected by issues at quarterback. Um, and like, I don't know what your opinion on it is. Like, I, I'm not sure it's, I think sometimes it's just luck of the draw in terms of these things happen and they kind of happen weirdly in some seasons more than other. I don't know if there's any specific way you could stop this from happening. You know, you can't, if a, if a, you know, like what happened with Jared Goff a few years ago, he broke his thumb. If a defensive lineman is trying to sack you and runs full mm. head first into your thumb, the likelihood is you can't I mean, really do much to save I th- that. I think what actually makes it even more remarkable is you talk about like that sort of thing. We're actually in an era where quarterbacks are better protected than they ever have been. Yeah. So that makes it even more incredible. Yeah. And it's just it's just crazy, isn't it? It makes you wonder if, you know, I think we, we spoke about this on a previous episode where I'm saying about how when I used to play rugby... Like the thing you're always taught is, you know, when you go into contact, don't go into contact scared. It's like go in and tackle and tackle hard. And, you know, I was lucky that I played rugby for seven years, never really had any bad injuries or anything. And, you know, I always took that ethos with me of, you know, go in, focus on your technique and, and play hard. Um, This could be totally off the, the thing, but maybe there's an element of because quarterbacks are actually more protected in terms of the rules, it means they don't have to think about that as much. And so when it comes to kind of your positioning and all that, because you know that, oh, actually, if I get hit here, the likelihood is I'm going to get a rough in the passer penalty. You know, maybe it's a, a mindset where you don't have to put yourself in as protective of a situation. You know, <clears> let's look at yeah. something like rushing quarterbacks. You know, there's obviously more injuries with them. But like with Anthony Richardson earlier in the season, maybe it's different as a rookie. But then you've got that thing of, oh, OK, well, you know, maybe I'll I'll, I'll, I'll pull a penalty off of this or maybe that. Um, you know, it, ju- it just makes you wonder if, if it's not necessarily if, if suddenly putting too many things into to um to, to stop the injuries from happening actually has the, the opposite effect. Mm. Yeah, it, it's I don't know. I, honestly, I I I wonder if they're they're trying to work it all out themselves. Yeah, I think that's it's, the, yeah. it's it's crazy, isn't it? Well, that's the thing you can. And, only... and then and then the actual even even more crazy is you've currently got a healthy tour and a healthy Dak Prescott. Yeah, that's what I mean. The, the, <laughs> you know, it's all everything's been turned. I'm waiting, for that. I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's it, when Dak's playing well. That's what's strange. It's 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 strange because all you can really do is hypothesize. Like it's hard to have the answer unless yeah. you've got the specific data on you know. Oh, actually, this many quarterbacks get injured when this happens in the third quarter. Like all those kind of specific things. But you can kind of just hypothesize. But you know, it's it's a strange thing because obviously no one ever wants to see injuries. You know, that's the one common thing you don't want to see injuries. Um, if injuries couldn't happen at all, you know, people would make that wish so it doesn't happen. And you want to see the best guys out there playing week in and week out. However, the only 
kind of positive thing about so many injuries is it seems to kind of weirdly even the playing field. Mm. Like if we look at, let, let's take the Raiders' last two games, for instance. That game, Raiders against the Vikings, if the Vikings had Kirk Cousins in, I'd argue that that would have been a blowout. They would have scored way more than three points and, and you know, destroyed the Raiders in that game. Because of them having Josh Dobbs as their starter and having a backup quarterback as their starter, then suddenly that game, as much as it wasn't high scoring, was suddenly, you know, it was a game. And it was made into a game because you had two kind of backup yeah. quarterbacks, you know, the rookie at Aiden O'Connell and that. And then we move into last night and, you know, it's Easton Stick versus um, Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders. The Raiders put it up 63 points. It's like, do you think that would happen? Do you think they'd have that many chances if Justin Herbert was in there? I don't think so. I, and I think that, you know, as it might have been a closer game, but the Chargers picked up the win against the Raiders early I, in the um, season. I think we need to come up with an alternative award for the end of this season. Best best backup quarterback. Oh, that, I think that's good. I think that I think we should I think we should do that at the end of at the end of the regular season. I think that's I, I think that's a good shout because we've got yeah. at least eleven teams to choose from. Exactly. So you know I think when the dust is settled and also when because there's a, there's quite a big chance that a couple of those teams with the backup quarterbacks are yeah. in the playoffs this yeah. season. So yeah. it could be I think that's a good shout. I'm going to make a note here. Maybe we should do maybe we should do like a, I think we should do a. a, a um... A recent Gavs kind of award ceremony, Ooh. alternative alternative NFL awards Alter- after the Super Bowl. That is a that is a great shout. Yeah, that is a very very good shout. Yeah, I'm up yeah. there. End of season. That's a that's a really good shout. Okay, this is again once again this is how we discuss what we're going to do on this <laughs> podcast during the podcast. And the best part is I don't edit any of it out. So I wonder <laughs> no one listens to this part of shit. Yeah, it's literally, it's literally, <laughs> <laughs> you're literally listening to brainstorming between two morons. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, that's harsh. One moron on Reese. <laughs> oh, you're so kind but you did come up with the end of season awards so there you go go me great which is a great shout because also that gives me an opportunity to think of some 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 sort of like awards for so stupid things yeah which i think yeah. Is obviously you know i was obviously my my kind of vibe it's kind of like the oscars meets the razzies in sports exactly. like, yeah and the world needs it it does i agree i, I mean agree. let's face it like daniel jones is doing nothing right now so he needs something to listen to and, and maybe i'll just create an award called the daniel jones uh New York Giants award. Yeah, and it's just the award for for most being, most being called v- Daniel Jones, uh, or for for winning a game and looking like you don't give a fuck the most out of anyone else. A hundred percent. Literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the guy that it yeah. could be like that. You know, in uh, award ceremonies when um you know someone loses and the camera goes straight to them. Yeah. it's like that, but just organically the fact that they don't give a shit. Who was the do most you, not you, give a shit about a win? Yeah, do you think someone at some point needs to say to like, or, or do you think it'll be too late when his career ends? Do you think he'll be like sit down with a beer with a mate and he'll go? I just don't know where it, where it went wrong, and they'll go, "You don't." And he'll be like, "No, so you literally never looked like you gave a shit." And he'll be like, well, I, "I cared passionately. You know, it was my life." It's like you didn't show that. Yeah. No, you you inspired nothing. You don't remember that one game where I said, "Good job, guys." Yeah, in the <laughs> yeah. most monotone yeah. voice. Yeah, but yeah, I said, yeah, "Good yeah. job, guys." I said, "Good job, guys." That's it. That's as passionate as I get. It's like, no, Daniel, that's where you went wrong. Yeah, most passionate player. That should be the award. <laughs> but for the for the player who is literally the least passionate oh, in the whole yeah. season. All right, that's this could be fun. Wrong. This could be fun. Okay. Um, I, f- I feel like we can't we can't move on to to the the meme segment without talking about the Cowboys versus Eagles yeah. game. I will defer to you for a second on this. What oh, did you think of that? What, I mean, what was what, different what, this week? What's different? I mean, I you know I'm first to criticize Dak Prescott as as much as everyone I, and by the way I never used to criticise Dak Prescott I used to really enjoy watching Dak Prescott um, even though he came after Romo god yeah. but he's he's. I don't know I mean obviously this isn't just about him it's it's some it's the sum of all parts but he's not making mistakes is he? no and 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 I guess he's got weapons to play with now which helps I, I don't want to say too much, do I? Because uh, I just want to enjoy the win. Enjoy every, one game at a time. Enjoy the win. Hoping, praying that the Eagles' demise continues and we can get the first seed. That would be that would be a dream scenario. Well, what do you, you always say when we're talking about the, the playoffs and when we're talking about like teams at this stage of the thing? You're like, okay, who's going to pull out from the pack and you know who's going to kind of get hot at the right time? And sometimes the playoffs isn't necessarily about, okay, where were you the first eight weeks of the season? It's, okay, when did yeah. your momentum kick in? Yeah. Like, that's Pre- Dak Prescott, the <coughs> last time he threw an interception um, was that Giants game. He threw four touchdowns in that mm. game as well, but that was the last time he threw an interception. He yeah. threw those, since he threw those three... Um, which was in week was that one two three four four in week five he's thrown two interceptions since week five. I don't want to talk about it. I know you don't want to jinx it, do you? I don't want to jinx it. No, I, I don't want to. No, I'll be honest with you. Um, and this is no word of a lie. The last time Dak Prescott had an absolute shocker, I dumped him from fantasy football okay. uh, in a ch- in a childish tantrum, <laughs> and and he's been a point scoring god ever since. So on one hand, I can be bitter about that. On the other hand, maybe I should take some of the credit. 
Yeah, very t- I, th- I think that's I think that's you a know? fair thing to say. It's a win win, really. It, it didn't help your fantasy team, but it has but, uh, has helped the actual. Um... It has, it's helped the fran- It's ha- it's helped a multi billion pound franchise. Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> you know, we need a documentary on you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's all about me. I think it is. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, th- I think that. What, what, what do you think? Give us give us more more an, an, a more analytical breakdown as to, yeah that's it as to why the Cowboys beat the Eagles. I think it's uh, well, well the good thing. So I'll give one part here and then another part later because I'll, I'll, I'll this was the game you used my trip s and i've wrote exactly exactly what i think um was wrong and why the the cowboys won this game but i think i think like you say it's just the not turning over the ball you look at that game in against san francisco and you go okay three interceptions you're not it's very hard to win a game when throwing three interceptions and i Mm -hmm. think it was the classic Dak prescott game of being against the good team and you know kind of shit in the bed basically then you know they play the the (laughs) the eagles you know that's the kind of next best very like hard game after that against the Eagles and Prescott has a good game throws those three was it three touchdowns he threw yeah, yeah three touchdowns no interceptions and you go okay that wasn't a loss because the Cowboys were a bad team that was a loss because it's a divisional game and it was very close yeah. but you suddenly it's almost like something clicked he went hold on a minute not making those mistakes putting our team in the best position that's all we got to do <clears throat> and then that's been the ethos kind of going forward you know, against the Seahawks, another game, uh, you know, the Seahawks, I'd argue, are not as good of a team as the Eagles, but they were still over 500 at that point. And, you know, it still looked like the Cowboys were going to lose that. But in the in crunch time, Dak then got it done. And, yeah. and, the, and the Cowboys won. It's almost like the, the narrative has changed with those games in terms of going, okay, we might have beaten some bad teams in, you know, Carolina and uh, Washington and all that. But now he's going, okay, let's just keep this ethos going. If you don't turn over the ball, and you you throw multiple passing touchdowns. You put your team in a very good position to win. It's, it's a it's a very it's a very balanced offense, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not like it's not like you know like you know the last few years, obviously, especially when um when uh, Zeke was there. Yeah, it was it was quite often a case of that kind. Well, it was always the triple threat, wasn't it? That you know we were looking for the next kind of um um. Oh God, his his name's how, how how can how can the greatest Cowboys quarterback name skip my brain right quarterback now? Quarterback or running back? Quarterback. Quarterback. <laughs> yeah, nineties. Um, oh, that's that's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing I, for you, not for I was, me. I was, gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about this. A delivery turns up and it's completely thrown me. I can see um, his face. Is the guy? Yeah, I, I can see his face. Why can't Troy I? Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. That's it. Okay. I, like, I can literally see his face. <laughs> Honestly, in my life, but I couldn't. So, see so we, had, we had Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and um, and um, oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> I'd like, do you know what? Cut all of this. But no, but but right. Like so, basically, we we had that triple. We had that kind of like uh, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott. They were this great dual threat. It was it, it was everything. It was kind of about that, wasn't it? Yeah. And obviously, Elliott's gone. Pollard's still doing great, but it's not like you're going. It's a pot. It, you're not talking about it the same, right? No. You know, it's not like with with with, with the Titans, and and you've got you know you've got the running back threat, and and then hopefully Levis can do something. It. it it feels like a Prescott led side, but it's very balanced. They can get they pass the ball around. There's good there's good speed. I think that's one of the differences as well. With um with Cooks and Pollard, Pollard obviously is is more than just a running back. Yeah. So they they've got good speed in the team. They've got good speed in defense. It's, you know, it's the the potential's there. Yeah, I think balance is right. Like even in the mm. last game, you have sixteen carries from Pollard, fifty nine yards, twelve carries from Rico Daldo, um, forty six yards. Yeah, like it's just yeah, you've got that balance. You're getting you know CD Lamb on a weekly basis doing well. Jake Ferguson's really stepped up as the tight yes. end. Like you know, it's all it's all kind of working. But yeah, we'll see we'll see if it manages to we like you will. say we'll see how regular season falls apart. Regular <laughs> season's one thing, but see how it starts to continue working. Well, that, that, that's it. Place. I know we're gonna, we, we're going to move on from this now, but yeah, I won't feel like I am fully like healed until we've won a couple of play- playoff games it is literally like that it's like a terrible relationship you can't just you can't just take me on a nice date and buy me a nice meal and think it's all fixed yeah right I, I need i need genuine progress i need change right you need to let me have my gaming nights there you go came from the heart i can't think of a better way to finish off that part Gosh. that i didn't mean to rhyme that either god it was a proper good into that segment it was shit in the <laughs> middle but we got to a good point at the end yeah well that was a lovely lovely way to finish off chatting about the cowboys but i think we'd be remiss if we didn't chat a bit about the the titans coming back over the dolphins at the end of that game Definitely. so as we said the titans won 28 to 27 over the dolphins in the end and the the kind of final stat for that game that's fantastic 2023 20 uh, tennessee titans are the first team in nfl history to make a 14 point comeback in the final three minutes to win a game which is just ridiculous um yeah i think two things come out of that the titans behind Will levis like the the kid the kid the kid's got heart is the best way yeah. i could say it like he's the type 
you know, you look at him and just think he wants to be the starting quarterback. He wants to play well for the Titans and, you know, put up 327 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, but leading the team to that comeback at the end, Derrick Henry, a couple of touchdowns. You suddenly think, okay, you know, Hopkins over 100, 100 yards, 127 yards and a touchdown in the end. You think, okay, Henry, Hopkins, and then Levis. You think suddenly you put a line on this team, get some more weapons on that team. You've got some good players on defense, Simmons, Landry, and all that. You think, okay, suddenly you could start putting some things together with this Titans team. You know, they're what? A record, is it five and eight at the moment? And that's after, you know, a, a different quarterback changes. You know, they're losing in London, all of that. And then they're suddenly in a position where it's like, okay, we can finish off strong. You know, they're still in a, a position to actually win their division if they can, you know, win out and have a couple of things go their way. But it's it's looking quite quite tasty for the Titans in terms of the future. Maybe they've found their found their quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I think he does have he does have a leadership vibe about him, doesn't he? Yeah, what was that? Did you see that slow mo shot of him after they got that final yeah. touchdown and all that, and just like on the on the sideline, just completely hyped up, you know, biceps. Strength, strength, <laughs> love. Just reminds me, reminds me of you. Yeah, exactly. When, when you, when you've got, when you, when you've nailed the play. Yeah. And you're running, you're running back to, to upload it. It's just you. Yeah, exactly. Same biceps. Mine's probably slightly bigger than Will Levis, but you know that's uh, for another day. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, we just had to had to bring in a little bit about that. I think it was it was the teams were now one, and it was like 767 in games where there there were 14 points down within the final three minutes, which is kind of crazy. Should we do some memes? Yes, that sounds and good. Pl- play the meme theme. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's been used before on a no, film. Possibly. No, no, it's not. Goodfellas. Goodfellas, it was, yeah. <laughs> Wazowski. Um, okay, memes. Well, obviously, there's plenty of memes revolving around. Is, is it 100% confirmed that Tommy DeVito's agent is that guy who looks like he should be wielding a Tommy gun? <laughs> <I'm> thinking, <laughs> yeah, I think it is. They got, they, got a, they got a quote from him, didn't they? <laughs> so the best one I found was... Uh, Tommy DeVito had the perfect response to his agent and dad going viral. Um, so, uh, so Tommy DeVito's agent looks looks like if you gave a gave an AI image generator this prompt, Tommy DeVito's agent, which is just brilliant, isn't it? And if you if you haven't seen him, I don't know where you've been, but he is the, he's this week's Taylor Swift, isn't he? Oh, a hundred percent. And that's, I'm happy that's, that's, with the coverage he got. Yeah, exactly. But that's the era we're in now, isn't it? Something, something's big, and 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 it goes and it goes big. Equally so. Remember the Chargers super fan that that woman. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so 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 at halftime, NFL meme shared genuinely need to know how she is doing right now. Oh man, which is which is which is good. Yeah. Um. They they also shared. Oh my god, they did it. Breaking head coach Brandon Staley fired at halftime. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, what were they forty two down at halftime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I, I wasn't actually sure if that was a joke or not. Uh, there's a lot of these memes were around the Chargers Raiders. Obviously, you've got the um, you've got the very famous uh, Rocky scene. Throw the damn towel. Forty two nil down. Uh, we'll go with that one. Um, and there's they 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 found this uh, this clip of Brandon Staley doing some kind of back stretches on the pitch where he's on all fours doggy style. Yeah. And uh, Brandon Staley on OnlyFans <laughs> next week after getting fired and no other team showing interest. Oh man. This is quite brutal for his kids to view. <laughs> um, uh, then we'll move away. We'll move away from the charges, uh, getting absolutely embarrassed by a team that couldn't score one point last week. Can't um, we've got um, uh, the NFC. The the, the, the um, Number one seed in the AFC, a bowl of pasta being placed in front of um, a guy who's got a Dolphins logo over his face, <laughs> and he just tossed it to one side, because <laughs> basically that's pretty much what they just did. Yeah. Um, we've got one more one more meme, uh, <laughs> which is a good one, actually. It's uh, it's uh, going, funny, actually, I mentioned Goodfellas. Um, it's Kadarius Tony when he gets back to the Chiefs locker room, and it's the um, it's the um, Joe Pesci when he's been when he thinks he's being a made man in Goodfellas. Oh, and, no. he, and he walks into the room and he's like he realizes he sees the tarp on the floor and he realizes that he's getting whacked he's getting whacked getting so whacked. yeah yeah that was that um so that was that was the last funny meme i'm sure there are many more but um there was also this one which i which i found which isn't a meme but i don't know if you saw this but apparently you can get a ticket for the panthers falcons game this weekend for 45 cents oh man i saw was it <laughs> there was a game there was a game last week it might have been the saints panthers game where there was like it was like you can get tickets for like five dollars yes and I, like, I saw so someone put in the comments and, and 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 it's like it's like that's that's insane because the thing is like with basketball and baseball you can pick up pretty cheap tickets especially when the season's kind of done because there are so many games yeah that you know i, I went i went to see i remember going to watch the um the the mets play and i think it cost me 16 dollars plus a few bits of tax or whatever yeah. but 45 cents 
that's it's that's ridiculous. That's it. That's it. It's it's insane and equally genius. And the thing is, like, they only play eight home games a season. Yeah, that's well, it's 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 insane. I mean, does anyone like the thing is you look at this game and you just kind okay. of go. I'd, I mean, I'd I'd go for as a as an NFL fan. Um, tick off yeah. two. I don't know, one team of these that have never seen the Panthers live, so it'd be good. But exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's testament to the just lack of. You know, I feel sorry for Bryce Young mainly in this situation. Yeah, he's not exactly been put in a position to no. succeed. You know, um, I think Frank Reich, fantastic, similar to Josh McDaniels, fantastic offensive coordinator, mm. fantastic person to call in plays, shite head coach. And I think you know, it's, it's surely that should have been seen by now. The Panthers, you know, you look at, you always try to look at these things from a positive point of view before the season starts. But you know, Bryce Young came in, O line's playing terribly. Adam Thielen, fantastic receiver, but he's what. Yeah. 33 years old now that's 70 yeah 72 years old 72. he's almost as old as me yeah and he had 74 yards in the last game so that's what 1.1 yards for every frank, year who's been alive is it, is it right frank Wright is three to one favorite to be the raiders head coach next oh, year oh i don't even want to talk about that <laughs> if that was the case uh, i could yeah hopefully we found fan. hopefully we found our guy i want to give pierce a chance even if it's just for a season because there was yeah. uh, there was there was a video i will just say this quickly there was a video of a guy taking off an eagles jersey and putting on oh a yeah i saw that was brilliant yeah. i'm fairly certain that's all stunted isn't it because yeah I don't, think, I don't think a fan would genuinely do that, but no. I found it. I found it mildly amusing. Yeah, yeah. No. There you go. Uh, yeah, I think actually, to be fair, I don't think we'd actually spoken about the Kadarius Tony thing. Um, so it's good. Good you brought that up because I think it's good to. I think you know it's been spoken about all over the internet, but it's good to mention before I do the uh, the old trip S. Mm. Um, so yeah, so obviously the Bills, Bills are up twenty yeah. seventeen against the Chiefs. Um, last two minutes of play. Mahomes throws a a dot to Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey makes a what would have been a Hall of Fame highlight um, real play at the end where he basically uh, laterals it. Fantastic pass to Kadarius Tony on the opposite side of the field. Um, and then Tony runs it in for the touchdown. You think, okay, Chiefs have got this, but no. Flags down on the play. Tony lined up offside. Play gets called back. Then eventually the Chiefs just can't can't get it done and the, the Bills pick up the win. And there was a lot of complaining from you know Coach Reed, from um, Patrick Mahomes, basically nice. about how terrible the call was and all of this and i think the what what um what the the issue is and what it seems like and you know we saw a kind of similar thing with terry mclaurin last year is they basically say for wide receivers what they do is if they're lined up they'll basically give a thumbs up or whatever to the um ref who's on the line to say you know am i good am i on side mm. and it was kind of in this you couldn't see it looked like tony looked over to the sideline um but you can't see the ref's response you can't really see what tony tony does and then um obviously then the play gets scored for offsides but there's kind of two things i, I noticed in this situation because i my girlfriend made a good point actually because i was talking to her about it and she was like is there actually anything in the rules that says the refs need to like say anything I was like, okay, fair enough to look it up. But it doesn't actually say anywhere in like the NFL rule book that the refs need to give anything to the players to let them know that they're on side or not. Um, and so Tony in this situation, the other thing is when he's looking at the refs, he's actually not stationary. He's like still moving into position. And although he lines up at the same spot, it's like, yeah. But the lack of awareness from Tony to look down the line, and yeah. you, even the ref said it was like he was literally blocking our view of the ball. Like the lack of awareness from Tony and the drops and all that are the reasons for this loss. It's not anything to do with the refs. It just seems like such an easy way out. And for your quarterback and your coach to basically be blaming the refs of this situation, it's kind of crappy really because the Bills yeah. won that game fair and square. Um, and the Chiefs just couldn't get it done. And it, the story is they shoot themselves in the foot again, and Tony sh shoots that team in the foot again. You know and that, also, yeah. And also, Marta, this is why you're not on this podcast because <laughs> if you had two people talking genuine common sense about American football, <laughs> this wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I'm the moron that's needed. I'm the balance. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, so so true. you can keep all your knowledge yeah. and your, your 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 worthwhile comments on the game. I'll be over here saying stupid stuff, all right? Yeah, but we wouldn't have a meme segment then. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and the meme, yeah, you tell her that. You tell her that now. The meme segment is Phone what her. is what they're rumored to find. She's in the other room. Honey. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but and, and if you hadn't brought up that that meme, we wouldn't have spoken about it. <laughs> exactly. Thus, thus I, I, proving thou value. I do serve a purpose. <laughs> I serve, tell you, I am his wife. <laughs> um, uh, no, but tripping. yeah, let's do some let's do some tripping, homie. Let's do some tripping, uh, but homie. yeah, I, th I think you know. At the end of the day, the refs got the call the right. The, the chief shot themselves at the at the foot. Get on with it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Exactly. Right, trip exactly. S. So so coming off, so my trip S for last week was Cowboys versus Eagles. Um, I picked the Eagles to win. I picked them to win twenty eight to. 21 and for uh, DeAndre Swift to get 80 plus yards and two touchdowns result Cowboys obviously won <laughs> 33 to 13 
And um, Swift had 39 yards on the ground, which actually, so you know, you obviously mentioned said earlier, you know, what, what was your analysis on the game and all that? So I said Swift getting 80 plus yards in this game. He had 39 in this game and he only had, I think it was 13 in the game before. So across mm. those two losses, he has a total of 52 rush yards. Previous games before that, 80 rush yards and 76. And then the only other loss that the Eagles have on the season was the Jets game. And he had 18 yards on 10 carries in that game. So I think the blueprint that maybe the 49ers started and that the Cowboys have actually you know, followed on from that mm. is if you can stop the run against this Eagles team, it doesn't matter how many passing yards Jalen Hurts throws, it knocks them completely off their game plan. Like I think that that's always the good thing about doing the trip S is you put out a stat. Yeah, you can you can you can then you know revisit it and see okay well what actually went wrong. Yeah. I think that's the thing they just can't get the rushing attack going. Like Jaden Hurts is always going to have some rush yards and he's always going to get those scrambles and he's always going to get those touchdowns. But at the end of the day, if your running back can't get the go aheads and you know like you say you see it with um, we were just talking about it with the Cowboys. What did they do in this game? Their running backs combined for I think over a hundred yards at the end, but at least yeah. they were able to you know get that running attack going. And you're not going to be able to win games and you know, put up good points against good teams if you can't get that Russian attack going. Even against the Chiefs, I think for a while that Russian attack couldn't get started at all. And at that point, the Eagles were down. And when the Eagles started to get that Russian attack going, that was when they ended up bringing it back and winning the game. And so I think that's the difference. And I think, you know, it's shown in the last two games. And it'll be interesting to see going forward, kind of watching the the sort of rushing stats of rushing attack and seeing how it affects the the Eagles in their, their wins and so on or losses going forward. However, 14, week 14 is out of the way. We're on to week 15 now on onto greener pastures. Mm. I thought I don't think we've shown any love to the, the Packers or Bucks much in any of these um, kind of segments or bits throughout the season. So I thought the, you know, this game this week is actually quite important for both teams. So I thought we picked the Packers versus the Bucks. Both six and seven. Packers losing the game last week against the Giants kind of knocked their gave a knock to their playoff chances. Bucks in first place in their division, so it's kind of theirs to throw away or win as the season goes on. And I think it's a, an important game for both teams. Um Packers in the loss to the Giants, they were five of fourteen on third down, and they had three turnovers. Their zero, their, their turnover differential on the year is actually just zero. So they're middle of the road. The Bucks in their win against the Falcons, they were six of sixteen on third down, zero turnovers, and they're actually plus six with their turnover differential on the year. So that makes them top ten. And so I think that's what this game's going to come down to. Really, is the defensive play um of either team and especially the defensive player of the bucks and basically who can win the game on third down i think if you win this game on third down you don't throw any turnovers that's going to be the recipe for success here so sss trip s trip sexy my side that i'm picking i'm picking the bucks to win Trip sexy. Trip, trip sexy. He can't just say that. He expects me to keep a straight face. <laughs> Sometimes I like to throw, I like to throw things in yeah, and I just see I, what your reaction I, I, is. I, I feel like that's what I want to call this segment. Yeah, trip sexy. Trip sexy. <laughs> also, I want that on a t-shirt. So what have we got? So I, he, he, I want you to walk in Christmas Day with just a t-shirt that says trip sexy. Here, here wins with play, playoff wins and trip sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, I tell you what. If 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 you do it's end up, I, I tell you what. If you do end up winning the prediction yeah. uh, thing i will i will make a t-shirt that's this trip sexy on it and give it to you <laughs> okay Hand on heart. Trip se- i want trip sexy on the front yeah and playoff win playoff wins healing wins with playoff wins it's just such a stupid anyway uh, so I will, I will make that happen yeah. but trip, trip sexy trip sexy so i've Let's got go. the side i'm picking i'm picking the bucks to win Ooh. i'm picking them to win uh score 27 to 20 i think it's going to be a close game but i think the bucks are going to they seem to score between really it's like 22 and 29 points a game like that seems to be the, where the bucks sit at and i think that they'll they'll carry that on and i think the difference maker is going to be the bucks are going to get two interceptions on defense which is what's going to be the the stat and that's what's going to be pushes them over the edge and getting the win here final of course it's it, it's this season so the final score could be 58 16 oh honestly yeah <laughs> uh, the fact that the, I, I think the fact that i've even like i will still write yeah. the high of picking those six sacks for the bills defense forever um yeah. and the good thing is like i said even with like something like picking deandre swift to get 80 plus yards and yeah. not get anywhere near it the good thing i like is that it creates that talking point of okay well what does that mean for the game if he doesn't yeah, get yeah, there yeah, so I'm basically just i'm spinning a yarn here to try and get the hey, positives you're creating but... topics of conversation yeah, exactly conversation conversation all right speaking of conversation so that's the trip s <laughs> a trip s all fucking wrapped up a little, <laughs> a little less, less yeah. conversation a little more predictions please there we go <laughs> we found another t-shirt <laughs> we, need to, we really need some merch for this podcast <laughs> we, we are. This, this is the merch episode <laughs> yeah oh man oh really god all right so the predictions Going into week 14, you were 24 to 13 up. 
the three games we picked, first of all, were the Raiders versus Vikings, Bengals versus Colts, and Chiefs versus Bills. Raiders versus Vikings, we both picked the Raiders to win. That was <laughs> nil-nil for us. Bengals versus Colts. Um, well, we nearly did it. It was only a three-point loss in the end. Um, <laughs> Bengals versus Colts, we actually both picked the Colts to win. So that was nil-nil. <laughs> Chiefs versus Bills, we both picked the Bills. We got that one right, so we moved to one, <laughs> one and one. We at least got somewhere in these games. We at least know something. Browns versus Jaguars was the game that you picked for me to predict. I picked the Browns, and the Browns did get the win in the end. So that moved me up two to one. But then what brought it back for you was I picked the Broncos versus Chargers for you, and you picked the Broncos to win, which moved you to two and two. Ooh. So... Moving into week Even 15, Stevens. nothing changed in terms of point differential. Uh, we're plus two to each of us, so you go into week 15, 26 to 15 up. Riding. Oh, interesting. Riding so hard, th- baby. Three games I picked for this week, um, okay, and this is with the the new caveat that we've got, that if we pick two yep. two or more games as the same, then we'll have a contingency game picked for each of us. Beautiful. So Lions versus Broncos, Titans versus Texans, and then Bills versus Cowboys. I thought oh, an interesting one to go with this don't week. Don't do that to I me. Let, let, I tell you what, if I pick if I pick first for this game, then I'll pick first for the last one. So then it means okay. that you, you get a bit of time to think. All right. Lions versus Broncos. I'm picking a bounce back win for the Lions. I think Ooh. that the, the you know the loss against the Bears last week, as we always say, divisional games, it doesn't matter what the record is. You know, the Patriots beating the Bills earlier this season and being terrible all season. Divisional games are almost kind of an even playing field um, the majority of the time. And so I think that was more of a story of, you know, the Bears game planning and picking up a very good win rather than, you know, the Lions season being derailed. I think that Goff needs to stop the turnovers early and stop kind of feeling too flustered early. But I think he'll do that against the Broncos and the Lions will pick up the win. Uh, well, uh, because uh, I love being rogue uh, and because I think the Broncos have a smidge of momentum, yeah. I'm going to go Broncos. Oh, okay. Just because, 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 I'll go, I'll go Broncos. Yeah, and you know, the only scratch of the Broncos <coughs> in the last, what, six, seven weeks was that loss against the Texans, which was a close mm. game anyway. It's yeah. a good team. So I think, you know, that that's what I've been trying to pick games that, you know, as I say, won't necessarily always be the best, but we'll actually give an option of, okay, who could pick this up? And, you know, yeah. Lions versus Broncos, it's amazing because week three of the season, you'd say the Lions would dominate this game, but now suddenly it's, it's actually like I looked at this and went, well, I think the Lions, but I can see the reasons for the Broncos. But yeah. Right, Titans versus Texans. Who are you, who are you feeling? Titans versus Texans. Well, the Texans are a depleted squad, aren't they, right now? Yeah. So I'm I'm going to have to go Titans. I, I I think they you know they they clawed that victory back. They're at home. They got some momentum. Texans are a battered side. I should know. Lost half my fucking team yeah, fantasy half to the fantasy that game. Team. So um, yeah, I'm going Titans. Okay. Yeah, I'm picking Titans as well for this, literally for the same reasons. I think the uh, Texans are likely to get Dalton Schultz back this week, but you know, in the in the Noah Brown last week didn't step up, and I think he's had two straight games with zero points, which is you know quite frustrating. You know what's actually really hurt the Texans, and what's annoying is that I thought about this before the game last week in yeah. the fantasy. It is 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 Tank Dell his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. Since he's gone out, they've lost that kind of Tyreek esque threat. Yeah. A little bit like the Chiefs. Yeah. So so suddenly their team's been a little bit more predictable. And yeah, that's been a huge loss. And that was like, they lost him on like a run, on running play, didn't they? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a squashed. real, you know, and that's what they said. It's like you put in your, what is he, 180 pounds yeah. wide receiver uh, and it, and to block on a running play. And you've just, it, yeah. Possibly derailed their season. I think so. Because I think yeah. the thing is, like, the difference is, you know, any team that plays against Tyreek, their safeties on defense have to respect that a big yep. play could come on any play. And yeah. And I think that suddenly when... You know, you don't have that deep three threat for a team, that deep yep. play threat. Team's going to go, okay, we'll just squash down a bit. Don't need to worry yep. so much about 100%. defending further down. And then suddenly it makes your team more one-dimensional. And then you throw in that with, you know, remember the week where it was like Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz, Tank Dell, all over 100 yards, all touchdowns and all that. Yep. Tank Dell's out for the season. Nico yep. Collins potentially won't play this week. And, yep. you know, it, it, it's something to monitor going forwards. Dalton Schultz is back this week after a two-week absence, but you don't know how he's going to fare. And then Noah Brown hasn't stepped up in the two games where no. you haven't had those guys in. So I it's mean, like, it's, the, yeah. These are the nuances. Like, uh, you know, obviously I've been watching American football for, since uh, since before you were born. I did uh-huh. have a little bit of a, a little bit, I stepped out a bit a little bit around the 2000s. Yeah. And I got myself in a relationship, didn't I? Yeah. Um, so these are the nuances you notice when you really watch a lot of American football, how one moment can actually change so much about a team season it's not just about for example uh, Stroud being amazing no because without that deep threat the press on him to do different things 
it all changes. Their game plan is completely, and like you say, the opposition know that. So yeah, yeah so so yeah, I, I I think yeah, I think Titans, Titans, um, like Titans for me, they've got that, they've got that kind of. I don't know. I think Levis has that has 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 definitely has some good potential. I think yeah. they've got they've got a bit of a. They got oh, kind of a wind dirty Steelers. I completely agree. I was literally mm. just about to say, did you see? You know the play where um Levis lowered his head into yeah. uh, his head like his shoulder into, into Jalen Ramsey and just went for contact. You're just like that's something. Yeah, that's something a Roethlisberger yeah. would do. He just yeah. go straight into contact. Wouldn't care. I like. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I really yeah, like yeah. Levis. Yeah, the, I like the actual, watching the, the Titans. The, the, the still, the still of that. I actually saw that just before we started the podcast. The still of him. It was, they described it folded him like a deck chair. <laughs> like like beautiful. I mean, I thought he was Americans. So I don't think they use deck chair but like a camping chair. But yeah. You know, yeah exactly it's such a great still yeah love that yeah yeah no i agree i think times for this game <laughs> all right bills versus cowboys i funnily enough i think a couple of weeks ago i said my prediction for this and i said that i think the cowboys would pick up the win here and you did you didn't believe me and then i think I now didn't. that the eagles lost that game to the cowboys and the cowboys picked up that win suddenly maybe your mind might have changed but i'm picking the cowboys for this game i think the bills um did enough against the Chiefs, but again, well, the way we've spoken about the Chiefs is they're not that same powerhouse this season. So I think that win in yester seasons would have been a way to me to go, okay, I think the Bills probably win this, but I don't necessarily think the Bills are going to pick up the win here. I think the Cowboys have found the, their identity. McCarthy calling the plays. Dak Prescott playing well, not turning over the ball. I don't think the Bills, I think one of their keys last season was how Von Miller was playing, and he was such a big um, big threat, and he hasn't really done anything since he's come back from that ACL tear. So I think when you don't have that big play throughout on the defense, suddenly it opens everything up for an offense. So I think <clears> that, yeah, the Cowboys are going to keep things rolling and pick up the win here. Um. So, so obviously, my heart says Bills win because my heart goes on passion and and and, and feel. Yeah. Whereas my head goes on Cowboys win because yes, they look like the better side, and like you say, the Bills haven't got that defense defense threat. Uh, then I'm me- meeting in the middle, like two powerhouse titans of thought, um, and, I, and I'm not sure where to go because obviously, but it, I look at this way, right? If I'm watching the Cowboys on Sunday, I want them to win, right? Yeah. So if I go Bills, then suddenly I want the Bills to win. So I'm going to have to go Cowboys. Okay. Because I want to watch the game not thinking, oh, bugger, we're winning, if we do win. But on the flip side, of course, if the Bills win, at least I would have had that kind of consolation, wouldn't I? Yeah. I feel you. Oh, hang on. I'm now torn again. Oh, is your, are your fingers still in your chest piece? Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, didn't move them yet. Because <laughs> uh... remember, even if you want to pick the same team, we can still go with the contingency game. So it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that we... You, It doesn't matter if you pick the same one. Oh, it's a toughie. It's a toughie. It's um, a toughie. Um, Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. Cowboys. Okay. All right. Well, that's the, this is the faith that's going to come back to haunt me. Yeah. Like mark, bookmark it. Right, well, I'm going Cowboys. two out of three of the games we picked the same, so we're going to need a contingency game for each. So what right. we did last week is we basically, I picked a game for Gavin, Gavin picked a game for me, and we both only give a prediction for that game, rather than both picking a prediction for both games. So it basically means <clears> that, you know, we're picking for separate ones, so there's less chance for us to... Yeah, it makes it harder yep. for us to, to hit on the same yes. points. I love it when right. you make it harder. Yeah, I was going to say, you said it's a toughie. I was like, that's weird. I've got a softie right now. Hey, <laughs> t-shirts. Oh, there, there we go. Let's <laughs> get ridiculous. <laughs> right, so, okay, let's look at the games then for this week. Let's look at those games. I mean, the last two games are pretty tasty. <sighs> yeah, maybe we just pick one of each for those. That's not a bad shout. Although, Geno Smith might be starting, uh, might not be in for the Seahawks again. So that could no. be a potential thing. Okay, uh, okay I, I think I... Yeah, I, I think I know what game uh, for you, for you. I'm going to pick. Uh, okay, uh, I I think I know which game I'm going to pick for you. Yeah, I've got. A, do you want to give me yours first, actually? Because I've got a a backup if you pick the one. I that think. I'm well, gonna... for me, there are two games that stand out as games that are really difficult. Well, to be honest, there's three. By the way, also worth noting, there are two games on Saturday. Yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah. So and all and both of those games on Saturday are seven and six versus seven and six. Yeah. So you could literally pick t- those two as well. That's what. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give you. Ooh, some jacks aren't playing that well at the moment. Are mm. I'm gonna give you Steelers at Colts. 
Okay, yeah, that's good. Glad I got my backup. This was the first game I was going to give. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick the Colts here. I think that, you know, they're against the Bengals, the Bengals kind of punched them in the mouth, but the Colts mm. are still a, a very good team and have been a very good team this season. Um, I think the Steelers' offense just can't get it done. That Colts' defense is playing incredibly well. And I think the story would be, even with the Steelers, even if they had Kenny Pickett in there, I think the Colts' defense is, you know, doing enough to put that pressure on a quarterback on a weekly basis. Um, and I don't think the the Bengals have the offensive firepower with you know, Mixon and with Chase and with all that. And even with Chase Brown, their um, uh, second running back, getting the points last week, I think that they have the offensive firepower to overpower a team on defense like the Colts. I don't think the Steelers do. So I'm going to, you know, Stay with the Colts okay. for for this one, and they move to move to eight and six after this game. Fine. And I'm going to give you because there's a few good games here, but I think because the Vikings have moved to Nick Mullins, you know, it, it, things feel in favor of the Bengals in this game. I think that you know a potentially telling game, which still has playoff implications due to the way the NFC South is, is Saints versus Giants because the Giants are on a bit of a roll lately. Mm. Saints are keeping up around that 500 mark, and they still have a chance to win that division. But you know, it could be could be an interesting game, and I think it's a hard one to predict. So yeah, Saints versus Giants is what I'm giving you. Okay, I didn't see that coming. No, and that's what I love about you. Reece. I never see you coming. <laughs> always, always in the shadows. Hey, hey. Always in the shadows, never a bride. That, that flashback to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> get, get out of my room! Get, get out of my room! Devil! <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. Too I'm bad. Just, I'm just standing in the corner, Gav. Don't yeah. mind me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I paid as much for this Airbnb <laughs> as you did. Let me use it. I promise you, the Wi-Fi is bare in here. That's why. <laughs> um. Oh god, it's a tough. That's a good. It's a good game to choose. Yeah, Kamara is doing bad things at the moment. He actually, is in a good way. Yeah, yeah. he's being dirty. But then so is Barkley. I'm going Giants. Oh, okay. I'm going Giants. I'm riding the Devito train. Uh, out of interest, it, it does. It doesn't matter for the actual predictions thing. But who would you have picked out of Colts versus Steelers? Uh, I'd have picked Colts. Yeah, and who would yeah. I have picked out Saints versus Giants? You'd have picked Giants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, exactly. so uh, this this is why this contingency part is good because I like the, contingen- I like the contingency. Oh dear, me too. <coughs> right. Okay. Well, that gives yeah. us some more interesting stuff going into week uh, fifteen. Well, the second part of week fifteen, as we've always already had that incredible Raiders win yesterday. Um, before, we, uh, before we wrap up, are we just going to touch on the fantasy football side of things last week? Oh yeah. Very so, quickly. So so in I'll the end, you... in the end, I couldn't quite get it done. So basically, mm. going into the last last fantasy football regular season week me and gather in the in the same league obviously um i basically needed to win and if i won and me and gav ended up on the same amount of points uh for the season uh no no if i if i won and me and gav ended up on the same record then gav would get in because he'd scored yeah. 38 or 38 more points than me on the season yeah um so i basically need to win and if that happened then yeah so there was one other guy win and win by by 40 uh, yeah i had pretty much summary. yeah i had to score 40 more points than gav uh, on the thing annoyingly i scored i think 38 points more than you and then i lost by like three points in the end yeah what basically <coughs> you, you had you had a, you had a chain in your team didn't you yeah you, you effectively when the dolphins got that ball back and they needed to suddenly score with with no timeouts and about one minute 30 on the clock you just needed just all you needed was an a chain uh, yeah, touchdown there was actually i was watching that game there was a there was a, they they um they did a um little pass to uh, a chain and he got nowhere but that minute when when he like when the quarterback drops back two drops back and he just dumps it off to him you're like please don't break a 70 yards yeah yeah you know i mean yeah it's just one of those yeah, like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. And and obviously he didn't. And then uh, I think he got sacked on the fourth down. But yeah, for, for, it all came down to basically that last play. So yeah. if you you, he, you get the touchdown, you won your game because you still had to win your game. But you'd have won your game. Yeah. And you'd have gone about forty five points over me. Yeah. So I would because have just I had made an it. absolute shocker, didn't I? I had Stroud, yeah, yeah, Stroud yeah. went out with concussion. I had Collins went down in the first play. Tyreek hobbling around all over the place. Um, I put Dev, I put Pierce in for Singletree, who got about four touches all game. I had kick the uh, dick of the kicker. who yeah. got one point. I literally had my worst game of the whole season at the worst possible time. That yeah. scraped into the playoffs. Just managed, yeah. Because I say the 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 difference. The only thing that would have changed the whole season, as I said, in week ten, yeah. I lost by point three eight <laughs> points. If I had scored one more reception, even if yep. it was a reception for zero yards, one more reception from 
any one anyone. of my team would have then meant that I'd won that, that game is, and then I would have been in the playoffs. But it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter because, again, the, the butterfly effect, maybe I get one reception in that game and then I lose every other game of the season. At the end yeah, of the day, both had the same amount of games, both had to make the decisions, and in the end, you got it. So fair play to you. Um, getting fatter this week. Yeah, you, so yeah, you went, went into the It was the all path. for nothing. Oh, you never know. You never know. <laughs> I remember one of the best weeks I had this season was when I had so many players on buyers and injuries and I pulled in loads of free agents and all of them had absolute monster games. So you've got who, who have you got here? That's um, what me. I've got yeah. Flacco, biggest uh, Stroud's out. But Flacco again against the Chicago defense could quite easily yeah. put some points. I, Gibbs I, I is always think, that I, big play threat. I, I think I, I said to you before, didn't I? It was the, the guy I'm playing this week. About two hours before the start of the game, he picks up um, Jacoby Myers, and every single time I've done a last minute decision to change a player for another player, it's it's backfired. Yeah, he puts he puts Jacoby Myers in, admittedly for Cooper, who might do amazing things, but Myers gets two touchdowns, seventeen points, and I'm already. I think fifty-eight to forty-two percent to lose. Yeah, so it's not. I'm not off to the best start. Let's just say you've that. got those big play guys, though, haven't you? You've got Garrett Wilson. You know, Zach Wilson now playing with nothing to lose could True. be very dangerous for the Jets because, I, I, like he said, what are we going to get benched again? Like, it's going to come down to whether Tyreek's fully fit, and yeah. I don't think he's going to be fully fit because obviously, if if he is fully fit, he's he's pretty much the reason I've made the playoffs, isn't he? You got a guy like Tyreek scoring points week in week out. Yeah. Last week he hobbled in and out, got ten points. If he's the same this week, and they're playing the, the um they're playing the Jets, who've yeah. got a tough defense. It's not a great matchup. He's carrying an injury. My potential for winning, I'd say, is pretty low. But I made the playoffs, and that was kind of about as good as it was ever going to get. I think both of us were basically always around the 500 mark all season, weren't we? But what was, it was, it was what was annoying about it is that we, when it came to actual points scored, like yeah. we were we were top two of the guys for yeah. scoring points throughout the entire yeah. season. So it was you, really frustrating. You ended, up, you ended up with one of the highest points against. I mean, my points against is pretty high, but yours is about 30 more. I think mine was mine was the mo- yeah mine was the most in the in the whole league. I had the most <laughs> points scored against me. Um, yeah, that, I, I saw someone on Twitter complaining about leagues like this and about how it's not fair because of this that, and that. And I'm like, oh yeah, but it's half of the fun, isn't it? Well, like, like I said to you uh, what we spoke about the other day, I was like. Like, to be honest, for like every single one of my leagues, okay, a story came down to the last week. So I'm in four different leagues, and right. in two of them, I could make the playoffs. And I was like, great, okay, and had needed some things to happen. In one of them, if I won the game, I'd get the one seed. And the other game, if I lost the game, I'd get the first pick. So every right. single one fell down to the last week, which was great. So in and this, how did they all play out? Uh, so I got the first seed in one league. Nice. Uh, I got the first pick in the other league. Nice. Uh, I just missed out on the playoffs in the other one. Basically, right. I needed two other. I needed to win my game and two other guys lose a game. And the other one guy lost. I won my game, and then the other guy won his game. Ah. Um, and then obviously our one played out. Played out. But I was yeah. like, to be honest, like I was watching, and like literally, yeah. it was great because the whole yeah. whole of week fourteen, I was just like, you know, Kittle got a touchdown. I was like, oh no, it screwed me. <laughs> and then like Kincaid would get a reception. I was like, okay, we're back in. Yeah. And it was just, like, just honestly w- waking up. I, I, I can't remember why I woke up. But I woke up around half three, four in the morning, and I was like, hang on, the games must have finished by now. And I went into the I went into the app, and I saw the points, and I was like, oh my god, I've won. And then I was like hang on we're only like four minutes into the third quarter and you've still got Barkley and A-Chain <laughs> and I'm just like oh my god this is horrific and, it, and it, it literally for about an hour I'm just watching your points total gets narrower and yeah. narrower and I'm like this <laughs> this needs to end now yeah, that was yeah and that's what, that's what we watch, that's that, like we say we watch we watch the NFL for the stats but the big thing is the story and playing fantasy yeah. football you want the story at this point it's, so. a story, it's, it's a story yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes you can feel like you've been screwed over by the game but it's still more fun this way yeah I, I don't mind at all as I said no. If, if any, if it, the fact it came down to me and you for that last playoff spot, it, I was exactly, like, I was happy exactly. either way because it was going to make it funny and it well, did, it, and it I, was so close, so it was. Good. And in many respects, it would have been so much better if you'd have made it because my team is an absolute joke now. But this, you know, yeah, it you, it but you never know. You might be that. That I said, it, the <laughs> annoying guy who picks up free agents and somehow manages to win it all. They'll piss five, everyone five, off in the league. Five, five, five waiver claims I made this week. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, there you go. That's there we happen. go. There we go. Well, cheers for joining me for another Thank episode. You. It was very good today. Uh, we'll be back again next week to chat about all the chaos week 15 but in the meantime uh follow us on instagram tiktok and twitter i don't know if we're actually post stuff on instagram but you might as well follow all three why not um <laughs> at clash down pod uh, not twitter sorry x x is still doing the old thing uh, but yeah follow us on those we'll be back again next week uh for some more fun yeah.